I'm Sadra. And I'm Sadra. And this is No Sir No Ma'am, a weekly podcast where we drag our timelines for being trash. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM, or you can send us a, a flare, some smoke signals, a carrier pigeon. I, I, I don't know, girl. Just get to us. We want to hear from you. Um, just Disclaimers. Um, disclaimer, this week's podcast is going to be about the American election. Yes. There will be a lot of talk about Trump, so if you're not interested in either, maybe just sit this one out. We'll see you next week. Well, we, we understand. <laughs> it's okay. We forgive you. Word. Um, on my side, I don't know, you might hear some salah in the background, which is really what we need right now. Mm-hmm. We need some heavy prayers, some some deep dua, some, Word. you know, just khushur. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if you live on planet Earth, you know by now that Donald J. Trump has won the American election, and he is now the president of the United States. He is president-elect of the United States of America, but he will be in office starting January, I think. So yeah. we still have like a month and a half of, of Obama. Obama greatness. Let's, let's, let's just enjoy that swag while we can. I'm going to say this first. It's bad enough that Trump is now president. I don't want to hear... For the next month and a half, anything about Obama, about Obama's policies, about the fact that he wasn't as great as everybody said. Look, Obama is my president. He's my president. <laughs> Donald Trump will never be my president. Okay, so just let me enjoy this next month and a half. Let me enjoy the Obamas in the White House. Let me enjoy a black man in the White House. Let me enjoy Michelle Obama in all her greatness. And Sasha and Malia Obama in all of their black girl magic. Like, let me just have this. For a month and a half, please don't talk to me about Middle East policy. Don't talk to me about... Drones. Drones. I don't want to hear it. I just... Let's just have this. Let's just have these final moments. I Okay. I wasn't going to go there anyway. Because... I'm putting it out there for I mean, everybody we'll, we'll else. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But, but okay. Um, so like we said, Donald Trump, um, is in the White House and everybody and they mama has some thoughts and feelings about this. And so do we, Mm -hmm. so we are going to share these thoughts and feelings. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, when did you find out? Uh, when I woke up yesterday. What, how did you find out? Who, t- who told you? I, okay, no. I woke up, mm-hmm. I went on Twitter, mm-hmm. 
and it was it, like it was there. It was, <laughs> it was there. I think I, <laughs> I would have appreciated a more gentle announcement right. of this softer... tragedy, but it was it was there, like in my face on Twitter, oh my and I was like, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's, that's how I, how did you find out? Like, did you stay up I to, didn't, to actually see the Because I stuff? was terrified. I did not stay up. I just was like, you know what? I'm really nervous and I don't know what's going to happen. And I just pray to God that it's not the worst. <laughs> and I went to bed and it took me a really long time to actually fall asleep. Like I really had to force myself, like actively make myself fall into slumber and then I woke up and I went on Twitter and it was just like it wasn't clear you know mm-hmm. it was when I woke up it was still the like they still hadn't well same because it it took me like it took me a second to realize what it meant like they didn't have the final results in yet right but I knew that Hillary had already lost most of the swing states so I knew right. that it wasn't looking good Right. Um, yeah, that's what it, that's what it was for me too. Like I just I kept seeing things and it wasn't anything clear. I wasn't seeing stats, I wasn't seeing anything. I was just seeing people's reactions. Mm-hmm. And I just kept being like, "Please God, no, please tell me this isn't ha- no, please don't tell me this is not what I think it is." Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally I don't remember whose whose tweet it was, but I saw like the the map and I was like, "Shit. Really, America like Word. Really, white people, you're gonna do this to us. Word. You're gonna make us. Were you gonna make us live this reality? Like, and honestly, I think that even before I saw any map, I'm pretty sure the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter is that tweet that you tagged me in, or maybe you like. Oh sent shit! It to I'm me sorry, girl. Yeah, <laughs> the Marine Le Pen one. Yeah, so it was a tweet where oh, um, Marine Le Pen was congratulating. Uh, Donald Trump and America on being quote unquote free. <clears throat> and my first reaction was free from what, bitch? But okay. And I honestly thought she was tripping. I was like, okay, no, this is this is some bullshit. Let me let me go check this Here's out. Here's my question: What was that hashtag she put? That was like what class or purple or something? Yeah. Like, girl, what? Are you even shitting me right now? Like, wh- ma'am, I feel uh-huh. like, you know, you know, th- there was a while where there was this trend where like, yeah, and there's like a photo campaign mm-hmm. of a white person holding a sign and it's like, I was called Becky once or whatever. And then oh, the, the ca- like the caption on all of these, like white people want to be oppressed so bad. And I know at no point in time did it ring more true than well, reading Marine Le Pen's tweet. You know what? And being like, y'all really think you're like y'all really think that you're the you're the under like you're the undermined race here. You're the underprivileged L- race. Here. Listen, are you, are since, you shitting since me? Since we're on this specific subject, I just want to talk about this one tweet that I saw where some white chick wrote. Oh, um, you know, in 2012, I woke up after the election results and I was terrified because of the color of my skin. So let's not act like this is new. And I'm like, the devil is a goddamn lie. (laughs) No body, not a person, 
not an animal, not a microbe. Nobody felt unsafe after the Obama victory was announced. Girl, the devil is fabrication. So yeah, that happened. No, ma'am. Not today. Not today. Mm -hmm. We are not going to believe that. You're not going to sit here and and just make up this incredible, (laughs) fantastical fallacy. And we're going to be sitting here being like, oh, poor Becky. Shut the fuck up. No. White people have this magical ability to delude themselves into thinking that, like, somehow they're not coming out on top it is baffling. or like all of this stuff is just like coincidental it is. or i just i don't how can i get the red or blue pill that you are taking ma'am please <laughs> because i would like to live outside of my reality for two seconds like no 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 so anyway i i wasn't even gonna discuss that because I'd, I think there are more important things to talk about, but... I agree. Yet here we are. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the different reactions I've seen on Twitter and Facebook. First of all, I've seen people say that they were surprised and, you know, they're just like flabbergasted, like this came out of nowhere and how the fuck did this happen and I'm like, bitch, really? What? <laughs> have you not been living have with you been us? Following, like, have you been on this earth while this campaign was taking place? Were you not aware that this was a very real, real possibility? possibility? How? Like, hmm. I mean, I understand people who kind of expected it, but are still in shock because shock and surprise are not the same. Right. But please don't tell me you're surprised. Like, this is not, this is anything but a surprise. It's not a surprise at all. And that's the sad part. Like, I am fully aware of the extent to which um, white America is terrified and disdainful of any person of color. So for me, I'm not shocked that people voted for Trump. I'm not surprised that Trump won because, like you said, that was a very real possibility. But I am at a loss. Like I I understand. I tweeted this the other day. I was saying how like it's like phantom limb syndrome. Like you feel like something's there but it's not. But like my entire life. Like for me, I think the shock comes from the terror of knowing what's about to happen Mm -hmm. and not knowing what's about to happen at the same time. You know, like you can expect how badly things will go, but you can't really know. Like there's still a tiny percentage of my spirit that's like, please, God, let's, I guess maybe we're just all wrong. Maybe, maybe, you know, this was all just like a huge joke and he's going to come out. He's going to be real level headed about things. And he's going to calm everybody down. He's just going to, you know, he's just going to like put his head down mm-hmm. and like do his four years and it's going to be great. Well, that tiny sliver of hope is still there, but the overwhelming majority of my soul is telling me that I need to freak the fuck out because okay, here's, what's about to happen is horrible. Here's the thing. Another reaction that I've seen on my different timelines is people being, um, I don't want to be harsh, but people are being overly emotional. Like, I understand that for, especially for minorities living in the States, like, 
you know, if you're black or Hispanic or Asian or Muslim or you're brown or like you're trans, or, I understand that this could be a terrifying thing. But I think that people also need to realize that um, American presidents do not have the power to just fuck shit up. Because I've seen people say like, oh, you know, this crazy guy has the nuclear codes. It's going to be World War Three, And I'm like, bitch, no, that's that's not really how it works. Right. And I'm thankful for that. I'm really thankful that he does not have um, like ultimate power. But I still think that what he can do, because he does have the House and Congress um, like on the Republican side, what he can do right. is still terrifying uh let me, yeah let's also mention that this is the first time since 1928 that senate congress and the president were all republican and the last time that happened the great depression hit and like people jumped out of windows because you know the stock market crashed and they lost all of their money and they were like really? flat broke so you know so while he is not going to build an actual physical wall <laughs> right like, to keep mexicans from coming into the states he can do a lot of um other things that will be um very hard on minorities who live in the states mm -hmm. like for example um i think he's going to repeal obamacare yep for one um he also wants to Uh, just go ahead and fuck the environment up and fuck everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, take over the whole Keystone Pipeline. Um, he wants to defund um, Planned Parenthood, yep. which, in my opinion, is, like, the biggest disaster that could ever happen. Because Planned Parenthood, if you don't know, you better know, is not only a place where women get abortions. It is also a place where people who live in poor and disenfranchised zones um, can get health care. It's, it's the only affordable, accessible health care for a lot of people. And they offer, you know, breast cancer and ovarian cancer screenings. They offer HIV screenings. They offer, um, you know, birth control. So you don't even have to get an abortion if you're care. Like, I don't... White women, what have you done? I... Girl, I'm looking at a list of his 100-day plan, mm -hmm. which is uh, terrifying, um, to say the least. But uh, let me sound off a few things. <laughs> On his first day, okay. he plans to take the following five actions. First, to cancel every unconstitutional executive action, memorandum, and order issued by President Obama. If this isn't a shot at Obama, I don't know what is. Like, okay. just trying to cancel everything, every good thing that Obama has done for America. Let's just, let's just take those away. Let's just cancel all of those, right? Mm, right. He's going to, be fun. third, cancel all federal fun funding to sanctuary cities, which are places that um, do not discriminate against um, undocumented people in the United States, so what, mm -hmm. quote unquote, what others would call illegal immigrants. Um, mm -hmm. Fourth, he's going to begin removing more than two million criminal illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's, that means. that's not going to happen, though. 
That's, from the country and cancel visas to foreign countries that won't take them back, which I thought was particularly interesting. It's like, let mm-hmm. me uh, lash out at the people inside the U.S. and also their countries. Like, okay. Then um, he's going to, this, this will be particularly appealing to the Sudanese population. Uh, fifth, mm-hmm. suspend immigration from terror-prone regions where vetting cannot safely occur. All vetting of people coming into our country will be considered Bloop. extreme vetting. Translation. There goes my road trip for next year. Pretty much. Yeah, None of y'all are coming happening. in. None of y'all. Hell, you know what? Reading this, I wouldn't even be surprised if this extends to people like me who are, you know, first-generation um, Sudanese Americans or what, Americans from quote unquote terror prone regions, whatever the fuck. But that, that would open means. such like a, a horrible can of worms if you start going for people who are actually American citizens. That is some bullshit. Like no. But I'm but I'm not even surprised. Even if it's not even if it's not blatant, even if it's not like direct in your face, it's done through other ways, like holding people and interrogating mm-hmm. them for hours at a time, which have has happened to me like i have been stopped at at passport control and been like so why do you work in sudan so who are you coming to visit in the u.s despite the fact that i was born in the u.s that my passport is an american passport i am a u.s citizen this is my home like what are you what are you on then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that he wants to do like the things you mentioned about the environment he wants to uh, lift the restrictions on production of 50 trillion dollars worth of job producing american energy reserves mm-hmm. including shale oil natural gla- natural gas and clean coal uh, he wants to lift the obama clinton roadblocks and allow vital energy infrastructure projects Word. like the keystone pipeline mm-hmm. to move forward so dakota pipeline is next like i just feel like he's gonna bulldoze over all those native americans and all the protesters and just be like let's let's do this um he's canceling billions in payments to the to u.n climate change programs and use the money to quote unquote fix america's water and environmental infrastructure whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. that means like you don't believe in climate change so what are you trying to fix exactly you're going to defund, you're going to take away your funding for climate change programs, but you're going to somehow help the environment? How? How, Sway? I- explain um, it to me. I don't... Like... I mean, the, the point I was trying to make with all of this is that, I mean, I, I feel like people are being too emotional. He does not have as much power as people may think. He's still going to do some fucked up shit, and I'm really sorry for every American person of color... Or, you know, all the... Girl, I don't... I'm exhausted. Look, I agree with you that he, you know, there is a certain um, scope within Mm. which he can operate. And, you know, like, his bullshit could only fit within so much. Like, he's not gonna... Right? But for me, that's not even the issue. That's, That's exactly what I was getting to. My point is, regardless of his policies i think the damage will be done not through the bills he's going to pass but through whatever he's been communicating um these past six months when he was campaigning right um because he has emboldened a whole an entire segment (sighs) of the population
Yes. And I am terrified. Honestly, that's that's the thing that scares me the most. Exactly. Those people are the scariest. Well, I'm not even worried about the people who are outright like, yes, we're going to vote for Trump because blah, 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 make America great again. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the people who now feel brave enough to um, brandish their racism and bigotry and exactly. xenophobia and exactly. all those other things. Because those people have been repressing that shit for so long that now it's just gonna come out in the in the worst best way possible like they're just gonna it's gonna be like when you go on a diet it's gonna be a shit show and then you just fall off the wagon and you like just binge eat and it has already started like stories everywhere because as as a country um that values its you know, democracy and all of that. I'm not really worried about the policies because if he defunds Planned Parenthood, you can always, you know, people can get together and protest and, you know, try to sim- t- try to sign petitions. And there's, there's always like a civic right, way right. around it, I want to say. But the, the social aspect of what he represents and what he's been saying and what he's been encouraging in his supporters is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. They're like, they're like rabid dogs and they've been unleashed. (sighs) Honestly, that's really the only image that comes to mind because if he's only just been announced as president and already you have people being attacked, you have the KKK walking around in full uniform just out loud and proud, not even in, in a rally form, not in a protest form, just fucking crossing the bridge in full KKK getup. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see how that can be downplayed. And I also don't see how people are surprised that this was going to happen. And, I, and specifically, I'm talking to white people because I know that every person of color was like, well, here it go, you know? Raise your but like the the throngs of white people who are like, oh my God, is this really happening? Yes, girl, this is really happening. This is what we've been talking about this entire goddamn time. And obviously when, when anything like this happens, um, they always try to put the blame on people of color yeah. because I've seen um, someone posted something on my Facebook and they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening, blah, blah, blah. You know, America, you've outdone yourself and all of that. And then um, this one guy was like, oh, I'm so surprised. But like how many Latinos voted for Trump? I heard something like 40%. Like how many black people and Chinese and other ethnicities voted for him? And I'm like, bruh, fuck you. I don't go there. Like just don't (laughs) do not. No, because no, sir. I don't know if you've seen it, but I retweeted, um, like the statistics of how many people uh, voted for whom, depending on like ethnicity and stuff. I saw And that, yeah. honestly, this is on y'all, white people. Like, Fully. White women and black men, this is on all y'all. Because 93% Fully. of black women voted for Clinton. And these are black women who were dragged, first of all, on social media. Yep. Um, who were bullied into voting when a lot of them didn't really 
want to, you know, didn't feel like they were being represented by any of the candidates. And exactly, they were bullied. All these fucking white heifers uh, waving all these suffragettes in her face, like Susan, Susan B. Anthony, and going to going to vote, and then and then going to her grave to stick your fucking I voted stickers on her tombstone. Like fuck you and fuck Susan B. Anthony. Honestly, exactly. And and the and the black women were like. You know what? Um, you can have your idols, and I can have mine. Uh, this Hafa did not fight for my right to vote. So didn't. But okay, let me do what's good for my country. And yet, and for what? You did not even convince the white women. Fifty-two percent of white women voted for Trump. Bruh. Fifty <laughs> goddamn two percent women of the white persuasion voted. For a man who hates them, who hates them, who hates them. There is no other word. Somebody posted, uh, um, a, they tweeted, like the night of, so like Tuesday night, about how this girl was standing on whatever in the street, and some guy was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Trump to win so he could legalize rape or some shit." And this is what y'all voted for. This is what fifty-two percent of y'all voted for. Bloop. What did you like? What did you think was gonna ha- what? But you want to come for us? But you want to talk about how? Oh, how many? How many people of color voted for Trump? No, oh, but how many? How many Latinos no. voted for Trump? No. And I'm like, no, Bye. I'm not going there. No, mm. no, sorry, no, sir, no. This is on you. So that happened. <sighs> um, I just, you know, for the for all the outrage and the shock that that white women feel like oh my god women were you know were what is it what i was like one of the headlines was like women were let down or women were betrayed or something and how were you let down like this is something that was done to you right this is something that, that you did you chose you did it 52 percent of y'all chose how is this i don't understand this whole passive stance Whenever something like this happens and all of a sudden, oh, you know, it's the minority's fault and where were they and why didn't they vote? Ma'am? Let's no. also talk about the fact that this year has had the, lo- the, the lowest voter turnout since like 2000 or something. Mm-hmm. Like all the people who are sitting at home not doing shit, really, bruh? That this was the year for you to just sit this one out. Like, I mean, I've I've seen okay. So from the people who haven't voted, I've seen a lot of um, like different explanations. Um, some people who were you know people of color just did not want to vote because they felt like neither candidate had their best interest at heart and i understand you know black people uh who do have a long-term memory and who remember the bill crime and all of that and who just did not want to vote for hillary i understand it i get it that's i mean you can't girl i have a philosophical difference with this thing because coming from a country where i you can't, can't vote, vote where my vote doesn't count I find it shocking that people would choose not to vote, but then that's also what democracy is about. Right. I, I feel like voting is a right and a civic duty, 
but the people who fought for you to have a right to vote also fought for you to have the right not to vote. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So that's okay. Like, sure, do you. I've seen a lot of um, other people who are like, oh, I didn't vote because I don't live in a swing state and my vote doesn't count. Doesn't matter. Right. I just, you know, I just, I just felt like this wasn't, this wasn't the year to do that. Like there was so much at stake. And at the end of the day, whether you choose to vote or not, it's entirely up to you. But this was not the year to do that. This was not the year to just sit, you know, sit this one out. No, but for me as a person who vote, who voted, even if things don't go the way that I planned for, like even if, you know, the person I voted for doesn't win and the, and the country goes to shit and the world goes to shit because, you know, some bigoted idiots in my country decided to choose somebody else. At least I know, you know what I mean? Like Anna Domiri is satisfied knowing, mm-hmm. you know, I did my part. Yeah. It's not on me. You know what I'm saying? but like Mm -hmm. how does it feel to not vote and then be in this situation where there's this you know there's this person as president and in the future we're all living this horrible whatever like how do you feel as a person who didn't vote do you think well I'm glad I didn't vote because this is what have happened anyway or would you feel would there be a sense of guilt like I just feel like I don't want to carry that around I don't want to I don't want the risk of that guilt. I mean it it me. depends it it depends on why you didn't vote because if you made a conscious decision to not vote as like a political stance because you feel that none of the candidates represent you or your views then you should be prepared for whatever outcome. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't get to, you know, wallow after that. Right, you don't get to be outraged. Yeah, because you, you, I mean, like you made a choice, and so that's that's part of it. Um, for the people who live in swing states and who either did not vote or voted independent. I don't like y'all. <laughs> like, Word. Um, can we explain really quick what a swing state is for people who don't? who don't necessarily know what that is. Okay, go ahead. A swing state, as far as I understand, is is one that can go to either party. So there are states that are known Republican states and no, states that are known Democrat states, right? Like nine times out of ten mm-hmm. is going to go to a Democrat or nine times out of ten is going to go to a yeah, Republican. Like, yeah, Texas is always Republican. Um, New York is Democrat. Yeah. Right. And the swing states that could go either way are like Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Can, I, can we talk real quick about how Florida stays disappointing the nation? Like... Why is it that every time, Florida. every time, yachi, min bush into lekida yachi, le le into lekida? What is it in the Florida water that makes you this way? Like, I, I don't. Please stop. And I've always found it completely baffling that Florida would be republic i don't know anyway it's florida's got that massive senior citizen population though like i'm not surprised but they also have a massive hispanic population true but then you also have the the issue of minorities who are not Well, i mean who who usually vote republican but like not trump republican you know what i mean i don't i don't know i was having this discussion with somebody 
yesterday. I think it was Saldic. It was like, I don't understand Latinos who voted for Trump, for example, or like Latinos who vote Republican. And I was saying that there is a, a sizable percentage of Latinos who classify themselves as white, who identify as white. And as oh. such... For motherfucking sure. Yeah. And so as such, see themselves represented by the Republican Party or better represented by the Republican Party, which I just, which I never really could wrap my head around. I know. Okay. You know, that's the thing that happens. I I know a family, like their acquaintances, I would say, um, who live in Florida and um, the father is originally from Cuba. So Mm -hmm. he actually took a boat uh, from Cuba to Florida and he had to like swim half the way and all of that when he was 17. Um, Crazy. And then he grew up to, you know, actually live the American dream. So he got a really good education. He became a doctor and then he was like a super specialized surgeon in, I don't know, something really specific or whatever. And he's like a very well-respected member of his community and all of that. Um, And his kids to this day vote Republican. Like they actually voted for Trump. And I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's like you said, because they identify as white. Right. Um, but I, I still do not understand how you would have That's an that kind of family situation. history and still vote for this motherfucker. I don't. That's exactly what I was going to say. And it's not even a family history that's far removed. It's like literally yeah. your dad. You're, it's, so I it's don't like a generation. Like, I, I don't understand. But some people vote with their... I feel like also... A lot of people vote with their pockets I and guess. not with their identities, if that makes sense. Like, if I'm a person who's upper middle class or, you know, or well off or wealthy or whatever, then I would perhaps see myself being, you know, being better represented by the Republican Party who looks out for the wealthy and whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I like, mean, I, I, I would understand. I, I understand that, you know, your, your main... Um, your main purpose when you're going to vote is to put someone in office who is, you know, not going to tax you too much and who's going to make your life easier, basically. But when that same person is calling all your people illegal rapists, then I think at one point that needs to trump your tax income. Like I, but that's just me. I don't know. Here's the other thing that I find uh, interesting, or I won't say interesting, maybe hopeful, uplifting, perhaps. I don't know. But uh, I I just read that uh, the part about him putting a a quote-unquote ban on Muslims was removed from his website. no kidding. So, you know, maybe this is the beginning of of a, a, a tamer more or less terrifying Trump. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing with democracy is that a little less than half the people who voted are going to be disappointed. They are going to be upset that the person in power is not the the person that they voted for. Right. And I think your job as a president 
because you can say all the bullshit you want when you're campaigning and you just, you know, you're going for votes and uh, you're, you know, you're right. catering to the low fruit and all of that. You're appealing to people's basic instincts. Exactly. Yeah. But once you're president, you're president of everyone, even the people who didn't vote Everybody. for you, even the people who, right. you know, you insulted during your campaign and you, you've ignored. And so obviously he's not going to put a ban on Muslims because... They're American, like also unconstitutional. American like, Muslims. Hello, is, is a thing. What is I the mean, Constitution? <laughs> what I wanted to talk about some other reactions I've seen, mainly on Facebook, mm -hmm. from people who were not Americans, um, but who fully one hundred percent support Trump. Oh. I was not expecting you to go there. <laughs> I have questions for y'all. I mean, I've seen a couple of people on my timeline, um, like this one Turkish dude. <sighs> oh, bro. Oh, I can't. honey. <laughs> Linda. Hold on. Please, please Linda, hold on. I feel like I need to read his post because it honestly took all of my willpower not to go off. And I'm so glad that other people did it for me. So I was like, okay, let me, I've let seen, me just chill. Like, we're not friends like that, so let me... I've seen people, Sudanese people, be like, oh, Trump is going to be great for it. Alaqata Sudania, and he's going <sighs> to lift the sanctions. And I was like, can I get some of what you're smoking? Because that seems like some really top-notch yeah. shit. Like, just quality herb. What what are you doing? What is, what is life? What is logic? Um, what is common sense? Like, are you? I I am. What is a Trump campaign? Unable. Like, are you? Okay. Are you? Done? I found. Okay, so this was before the results, mind you. This is a Turkish guy who lives in Dubai. Okay, and his post goes, oh Inshallah. Our boy will win it against all odds, against banking empire, media sluts, poll manipulators, Zionist lobby, terrorist supporters. Go Trump. Grab that puppet bitch <gasps> by the three, like, <sighs> um, okay. I was like, I don't know you that well. I thought you were normal, uh, but all right. And so I've seen other um, comments from Sudanese people who are maybe not as violent as this one because this was just unnecessarily vile. It was it was disgusting. But I've I've seen other people kind of like echo the same uh, sentiment where they feel like Trump is kind of like the anti-system guy who doesn't need the lobbies and you know he's free from all that you know media manipulation bullshit and all and I'm like mm, jokes on you pretty much that is not what it is I don't understand how you can be a person in Sudan or any or across the Middle East or any other Muslim country and see the Trump campaign and still think that this man would have a vested interest in you like no and and like this this crazy myth that this guy is like anti-system and that he's an outsider is just baffling to me like how houseway 
And I understand that Hillary represented everything that was cold and evil. Hillary and is the like, quintessential you know, American politician. Yeah. With all of what that entails. Yeah. And I understand that people didn't want that. But to think that Trump is any different is some bullshit. I mean, the only difference is that he does not have experience in politics. Which is not a good thing. But not not a not something to aim for. I think he is just as conniving just as manipulative and the problem is that being an outside well kind of an outsider to politics he is completely unpredictable incredibly so not to mention that even if if you look at trump's track record if if we disregard the fact that he has no experience in politics or diplomacy or anything even if you look at his track record in the thing that he does have mm -hmm. experience in that's not that does not bode well for any of us. Nope. It's not uplifting. It's not positive nope. at all because nope, when nope, nope, nope. he's useless as a businessman. Yeah. So I don't understand what people like when when people are talking about oh he's I've seen so many posts on Facebook of people being like, Oh my god, I'm horrified that he's president and all these comments of oh he's anti establishment, he's better than Hillary because he's anti establishment and he's blah 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 and he's gonna shake things up in Washington. What? With what skill set? With what? With what knowledge? With what? Anything? I mean, I'm not gonna afham. But then the nasty moment fucked in Trump that who abardo he's the representative of the country abroad. Like this is the per. This is a person who's going to be meeting other world leaders. This the zora ma bari fitkallam da. حيمشي هناك حيتكلم لهم كده هناك like I just يعني in in some twisted way it's like a a gross blessing of like well now America will see exactly why people exactly what everybody else sees mm -hmm. but about itself do you see what I'm saying like yeah. just like people of color all across America are like now you're gonna see what we're talking about Word. now when you're shocked that there's racism when you're shocked that the KKK is out here mm -hmm. you know prancing around and you're like oh, what racism still exists now you see what we're talking about now mm -hmm. we're not liars anymore now you finally get it and I feel like that's gonna happen not only locally but on an international scale like oh mm -hmm. this is why they hate us <laughs> this is exactly why they hate us like I just yeah and the it's a hard lesson. It's a hard lesson to learn in four years and not be able to get out of it. You can't quit the class. You can't drop it. You can't audit. You can't do shit. You just have well, to sit through the pain for the next four years. And I think it's interesting that this is the first time, well, the first time that I know of, that a president is elected and people take to the streets to protest it. Mm -hmm. Like New York, Boston, um, where else was there? Oakland. Oakland. Uh, there was another place. I can't remember now. But there are protests all across the U.S. of people being like, no, no, please no. <laughs> no, he's not here's, our president. Here's the we thing, though. I think there's, there's another lesson to be had from all of this, especially for Democrats, because they have done a terrible job. I think, oh, yeah. I believe, because I feel like um, Hillary's uh, main focus during the campaign to get as many votes as she could was 
black people, obviously. Pandering. So she was, yeah, a lot of Massive pandering. Massive pandering. Women, which yep. clearly didn't really work, I guess. Welp. <laughs> and the thing is, there is a huge, I was going to say fringe, but not really fringe, like just a huge part of the U.S. population who are poor white people who feel completely disenfranchised and who found a stronger voice in Trump because he addressed them um, directly. Whereas Hillary has this like super elitist kind of like right. vibe where she doesn't even acknowledge that you know, poor, white, and educated rural people exist and that they do have problems and that, you know, if she's president, she's going to be their president as well. Right. It comes from a very, like, whatever, however little she addressed them, I think, would comes off as very condescending, whereas yes. I feel like, you know how Americans always say, I want a president I can have a beer with. I feel like Trump mm -hmm. really embodied that for poor white rural Americans like literally I'm mm -hmm. the person you can have a beer with because I speak I, I talk at your level um, I address you directly even though I have nothing to do with you because Trump sure doesn't know po poverty like Trump comes from a rich family like he's old he, you know what I mean like he grew yeah. up with money so even though he and Hillary would certainly be on the same on the same level socially Mm -hmm. The way that he addressed constituents is a lot different. Like, he just dumbed it way down so that mm -hmm. people, you know, so that these people feel like, oh, yeah, he knows what I go through or he cares about me when he doesn't give a two shits about you. He actually mm -hmm. cares just as little as Hillary does, but he's just, he was just smarter about it. Yeah, word. I just, I just miss Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I'm a Bernie. I just, I just wanted a big, I just wanted, like, if we could all have a group hug with Jiddu Bernie right now, I, I would be straight. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's a bit like, it's very hypothetical, obviously, but I've read a few articles where, where people were arguing that um, Bernie Sanders would have had a better chance against Trump. Because he also, well, first he has um, a better likability factor than Hillary, right. for sure. Totally. Um, and also he's, um, he's also kind of an outsider. He's also a little right. bit anti-establishment and all of that. And Definitely. that's what people would have needed against um, Trump. Because... Um, I mean, girl, it's 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 been a mess. Absolutely. And I don't know. On on the good side, I saw a map of um how the election would have gone if only millennials could vote. And it was all <laughs> it was all blue. blue. Um and so the person was saying, you know, change is, is in the long run and we gotta wait it out. Oh, but that's just gonna be so hard. I know. Um, the one thing I wanted to 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 address um, f from the perspective of like non-Americans discussing the results and specifically Sudanese people mm -hmm. is I see a lot of like oh يستاهل الأمريكان أيوة خليهم ما بعرف شنو يتعبوا جايون واحد يجننون ما بعرف شنو it's very like. 
very like I don't think you realize how do I call it like a very bitter very vindictive sort of like sick pleasure that people are getting out of Mm -hmm. this when they don't realize that the person who the people who are going to feel the weight of this Trump disaster Mm -hmm. are us black people, brown people, Asian, like people who are not white, the people who you think need to be punished are not the ones who are going to be punished by this Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. It's going to be us, and it's going to be us not only in America, but outside of America. Like, you think that, that uh, Trump isn't going to continue American foreign, foreign policy of like, bombing the shit out of us and, and labeling, labeling us as terrorists mm-hmm. and seeing us as the axis of evil. You think he's going to be any different? But at the same time, you want to argue that, oh, he's not going to have as much power as everybody thinks because uh, that's not how American government works or whatever. Like, he's not going to have that much control. But you want to talk about how he's going to lift sanctions and he's going <laughs> to change the way that America deals with us? Are you, are you high? Word. Are you dumb? Is you stupid or is you dumb? Word. I mean, I've also seen people say like, oh my God, why is everyone being so dramatic? If you're not American, this isn't going to change anything for you and all of that. But um, I'm, like, I, I don't like apathetic people in general, but especially when you're just so naive right. that you think this isn't going to change your life in any way, shape, or form. But okay, <laughs> you do you. Okay, sis. <laughs> Honestly, pretty much. That's that's all I have to say. Like, okay, sure. Whatever helps you sleep at Word. night, you know, like, okay. I've, I've taken a very sort of, today especially, just a very, a very, like, like I just I just I can't yeah I don't I don't want to get in any discussions I don't want to hear what you have to say what you think about how Trump is going to be um if you think he's going to be the, the the person we all need or if you're going to think if you think even if you think he's going to blow the whole world up I don't care I don't want to hear it I just don't even want to be here right now and I'm really, I'm, I'm out, I'm out here, you know, on what a time to be alive, girl. Fucking travelocity, looking for tickets to Mars. I'm out. Like I just, I don't, I'm not. I don't want to be here. Um, I'm no longer an Earthling. Cool for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future, at least the next four years. Space is the place, girl. Um, <laughs> hit me up on my answering machine. I don't, I don't live here anymore. I, I second that. Okay. I'm, um, yep. I agree. <laughs> um, can we okay. hit some yes or yes ma'ams? Can we muster that today? Um, no, but you go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I most certainly have a yes sir by the name of Deng Adot. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Who is um, mm-hmm. the 2017 NSW Australian of the Year? And I will go ahead and read his little bio they have for him. 
Okay. At the age of six, Deng was snatched from his mother and forced to fight in the war that eventually split his homeland of Sudan. Deng was eventually smuggled out of Sudan into Kenya before making it to Australia in 1998. Deng's life journey has taken him from an illiterate child soldier to a criminal lawyer making a difference in Western Sydney. His remarkable story has spread around the world and has inspired millions of people thanks to a viral video made by his alma mater, Western Sydney University. Now studying for a second master's degree, Deng co-founded AC Law Group and fights for members of the Sudanese community from his home in Blacktown. While his life is now a long way from the privations of his childhood, Deng inspires others with his story of triumph over tragedy and of the contributions that refugees can make to Australia's rich community. So a big shout out Get it to, to Deng for being such an incredible example of perseverance in the face of unbelievable struggle and just for doing the damn thing and for looking out for the Sudanese community in Australia which is one of the most racist places on the planet so holla thank you very much for your service sir Uh, oh I would like to though give a quick update that we got a few days ago from a um, previous yes sir Mm who, by the name of Muhammad Al-Tayyib, oh, if yeah. you recall, he's the one who designed the database for um, pharmaceuticals, I think, for medicine in Sudan, so that like uh, pharmacologists or whatever you call it, pharmacy techs, whatever they're called, mm-hmm. can look up um, medications and see if they're available in drugstores inside Sudan. He's now um, released an app for, an Android app for the search engine. Mm-hmm. That's called Benzos, B-E-N-Z-O-Z. Um, so shout out to him for also like being moving on up and excellent. seeing the project through. <sighs> Other than that, um, if you see someone who's sad about the Trump presidency, please just give them a hug. Don't push them in back and forth. Just give them a hug. Give a hug, a little tap on the shoulder, uh, some hand holding if they're okay with that. Just something. I think a lot of an ice cream cone. I mean, a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> I'm saying, some just cake. reach out and comfort somebody. I know I need it. Mm-hmm. So if you see me and you don't hug me and you start talking to me about American politics, I will slap you. Also, to the young brother or old brother, whatever you are who commented on my Facebook post today Mm -hmm. to tell me that asking people to kindly shut the fuck up about things that they don't know anything about being, uh, what does he say? Is not a good combination. Mm -hmm. Just saying, well, how about I'm just saying to kindly shut the fuck up? Like, I don't care. Well. If you don't understand where I'm coming from, uh, just just walk away. Tell us how you really feel, why don't you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm done. Like, nobody asked you, why this thing matters to me, or why this thing is important, or why it's not as trivial or tafih as you. And the only thing you pick up on from a five-paragraph post is kindly STFU. Then how about kindly STFU and walk away? Like, no. Just... Your ability to be off point is off-putting. It's not cute. It's just, it's disgusting at this point, And I need you to do better. 
So, well, you know, and if you don't like it, right, just then. get the fuck off my Facebook wall. Like, just go. Just just don't even stick around. Okay. I I think we've handed out enough seats um, yeah. where people um, can, yeah. you know. Um, all right. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's our show for this week. I mean, I, I wanted to end this on some kind of uplifting, funny note, but I got nothing for y'all. Oh yeah, hold on. I'm watching. Um, uh, I don't know if anyone else on the planet watches um, Project Runway, but I do love that show, and um, I just want to say kudos to this season for being um, decently blackety black black. Okay. Because usually it's super white, yeah. and they always have like that one token the one feisty minority who's always like not even feisty it's usually like like toned down you know kind of like assimilate with the oh, other people wow. and all of that but this season is black as fuck yeah like the black people are lit they are they're out there they are raw they're super talented they're doing their thing um so yeah kudos to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well um hope you were afli- uplifted by that <laughs> um on that note <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone else but me cares about projects so okay. you never know girl all right well bye i don't know I'll see you next week. Ah, goodbye.